I want you to join me as I talk to you for the next few moments. And I want to get your complete undivided attention. I want to talk from those words that were read earlier to you from Luke 24. I'm not going to reread it. But Luke 24 simply says in verse 6, he is not here, but he is risen. Pray with me. God, speak to us afresh. Let us envision you afresh and in the power of your resurrection. Help us to know you the better. In Jesus' name, amen. Here's a depiction of that resurrection. talk for the next few moments resurrection like never before resurrection like never before it's interesting if you think about it the idea of resurrection is not just encapsulated in Luke or in what took place for Jesus the Hebrew scriptures teach us several lessons you know, Elijah prays and God raises the young boy from death in 1 Kings 17. Elisha, the protege of Elijah, raises the Shunammite woman's son. And then and the man died and they put him into a, the ground and then the, near the bones of Elisha. And the Bible says that the man who was dead, who dropped into the hole where his body was, he came back to life the anointing that was on those bones and remains. Oh yeah, there, there, are, there are resurrections in the New Testament. Uh, you, you remember Jairus' daughter who, who dies and Jesus is stopped along the journey to heal some other folks and then he arrives late and everybody's wailing and Jesus goes in and he raises her from the dead. You remember the funeral procession where the young man is already dead and they're getting ready to go celebrate his funeral and 
Jesus calls him back to his existence. Probably the most famous other resurrection other than Jesus' resurrection is that of Lazarus. Where Jesus arrives late. And Lazarus' sister said, Lord, if you had been here, he would have, uh, he'd have made it, he'd have survived. And Jesus says, no, he, he, he'll, he'll be all right right now. He said, Lord, I know we'll see him again in the resurrection. He said, no, I said, uh, right now, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he calls Lazarus from the grave. And Lazarus comes forth. There are several after-death miracles like that listed, even post-Jesus' leaving and departure from the earth. But this resurrection is like never before. I suppose if I was on to be completely transparent, that's almost a play on words. Because this Resurrection Sunday is like never before. I cannot remember in my lifetime, and I don't think anyone else can, a Sunday morning where Christians weren't knocking over the doors of churches. You know, you always could depend on the CME members for sure. You had some members that were Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter. And everybody would be here this time. But no, today, people are practicing social distance. Yeah, Resurrection Sunday like never before. And a resurrection like never before. Because Jesus on that day, when he got up from the grave, things changed permanently. The world changed. And whether you believe it or not, the world has changed and even those that don't believe in him have had to change with it and have had to, by practical reasons, tolerate Jesus' changes. Oh, you don't think I'm telling you the truth. Whenever you use your calendar, you're using a calendar that is based on the life of Jesus. B.C., before Christ, A.D., Anno Domini. Now, I know some people like to say that means after his death. No, that actually means in the year of our Lord. Because the way they counted it, to be precise, is that from the time of his birth up to his death were added in. So A.D. is not after death. It is Anno Domini, in the year of our Lord. So in truth, that since his departure, well, let's say since his birth, it's been 2,020 years. Every time someone looks at and uses those words, they're being reminded of how he changed his presence by 800 year changed everything. What people don't realize is that right now there are at least three things I can point to 
that I want you to hold on to because this Sunday is an epoch event. Like the first resurrection was an epoch event. An epoch event is one of those events that changes everything going forward. Nothing will be the same going forward. The Pope is not in the Basilica preaching to masses, not on the square preaching to masses. It's in an empty sanctuary. Many churches are online. Many people who are not using practical wisdom are trying to gather people in churches. The best thing is what we're trying to do now. Things change. Three things I want to point to you that the resurrection helped me understand. The first is that because of the resurrection, there was a supernatural realignment. A supernatural realignment. Everything changed. Jesus came into the world. And as we recall on Good Friday, he went to Calvary. The scourged, beaten, bruised body of Christ went to the cross. That same body nailed to a cross. That same body ultimately pierced in its side. And out forth came blood and water. That same body carried from there to a borrowed tomb. That body remained there. But on the third day, he rose. And everything has changed since then. A realignment, a shift has taken place. And nothing is the same. Those of us who call ourselves his disciples have been preaching the message of good news of the resurrection because of the spiritual realignment that Jesus brought into play. Those of us who have received him have been telling everybody of the kingdom of God, that spiritual kingdom that reconciles us to God, that, that place where God accepts and receives us. There's been a spiritual realignment. There's been a shift. That shift, that spiritual realignment changed us and it changed our relationship with God by a spiritual reconciliation. I've got a supernatural realignment now. I've got a spiritual reconciliation, yes. Spiritual reconciliation. What does it mean to be reconciled? It means we brought into harmony, brought right and back in right understanding and right relationship. God has brought us into right relationship through his son Jesus. Now, stay with me for a moment. The spiritual reconciliation that Jesus brings, Paul talks about it in 1 Corinthians, that God was in Christ, bringing and reconciling. The same thing he mentions over and over again. This reconciling that God has done to, to bring us back into focus, back into the mind and relationship with God. Anyone that will accept and believe in Jesus can be reconciled to him. 
through the atoning blood of Christ. And then there's this thing I like to call social renewal. After that wonderful supernatural realignment and that spiritual reconciliation, there came a social renewal program where people were so filled. You know, by the day of Pentecost, they were, they were receiving God's gift and 5,000 people joined the presence of God. And then they got so great where people were blessing one another where they had all things in common and everyone had their needs met and the church looked out for one another. Social renewal took place as a result. And guess what? This season now, we are in the midst of a supernatural realignment. God is shifting some things around. God is taking folk out of position and putting other folks in position. He's shifting things around. He's reminding people that there's no big eyes and little U's. There's no rich and poor, but we're all alike before God. There's no black and brown and white, but they're all human beings before God. And God is in the midst right now of supernaturally realigning how we view one another. There is an opportunity for spiritual reconciliation that people could be ushered now. This is the time of the church. This is the greatest hour of the church. Right now, I don't know what anyone else thinks about it, but right now, I'm not worried that people are not gathered in the sanctuary because they're gathered now in the original sanctuary, the home. And when they come out of their homes and go back into worshiping together, we have to hold tight what took place in the home. God wants to reconcile. Folk in your home who needed to hear about Jesus, who needed to know your faith, who needed to understand how much you love God and how saved you really are. They're getting to see you in a whole nother light. God is trying to make some reconciliation happen, and he's not having you go into all the world right now. He's got you in your Jerusalem, right at home. Let me work on reconciling at your house. Let me work on reconciling your marriage. Let me work on reconciling your relationship with your children. Let me work on reconciling your relationship with others. I, I want to work at your house right now. Then I'll let you come out to my house. But let me start working in your house. And as a result, I'm going to do a social renewal where I'm going to change how people see the poor and the needy. How people see disenfranchised folk. I'm going to make them understand what income disparities will do. I can make them understand the health consequences of, of low investment in neighborhoods. I can make them understand the health consequences of not caring about those who are the lost, least left out, those who've been left behind. And I will open up eyes. Not everyone's eyes will open. But I can do a social renewal 
with people that care. And once again, I can help to reshape this world. Yeah, this is an epoch event. This is, nothing's going to be the same. We're not going to ever have what we had before, but it can be better. This is the age of the church. Soul winning will be even greater. Deliverances will be even greater. Healings will be abundant. God is getting ready to move in a manifested way, in ways that we cannot believe, understand, fathom, or think. God is getting ready to move for on our behalf. And somebody right now needs to realize that God is in the midst of God's own people, even at your home, even on your bedside, even at your dining room table, even in your living room, wherever you are, God is in your midst. God loves you. He has not abandoned you. He hasn't left you. He wasn't just waiting for you to get to the church. He was there all night and all day watching over you. Resurrection like never before? Yeah. In the Hebrew scriptures, when the little boy, the Shunammite boy, got up, we don't really hear about him anymore. We don't even know the name of the young man thrown in the grave with Elijah. We don't even know the name of the guy whose funeral was going down the street. We, we got few names. We, we have no real long record of any other works or accomplishments but Jesus. When he got up with all power in his hands, when he got up taking the sting of death, oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, grave, where is your victory? thing of death is sin and the strength of sin is the law but thanks be to God who giveth us the victory I'm not worried about anything I got a savior who's resurrected from the dead this is a resurrection like never before and guess what God is going to work even in this season and look for it there's going to be a supernatural realignment. Last word. Understand, there's a shift on. I'm not worried about last days. Rapture take place. What I need to know is, this may be my opportunity to win someone to the Lord before last days. Let's take this opportunity and be proactive as the body of Christ. Resurrection like never before. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Play it. want to give you an opportunity now if you don't know the Lord Jesus and the pardon of your sins I want to give you an opportunity to become a part of the body of Christ to give your life to this 
Jesus, this Jesus of Nazareth, this Jesus of Calvary. I want to give you that opportunity. I can't physically touch you, but you can reach out to us. You can write to us here, email us, call us on the phone. We're waiting on you. We're going to receive you into our family. You may say, look, I'm, I'm in Australia. It's okay. You can be a friend of Shiloh from Australia and meet us online every Sunday morning and every Tuesday. You can still be a part of this family because we want you to be connected to Jesus. And in connecting with us, we're going to be a part of your family to keep your relationship with the Lord growing and developing. This is your time. This is your season. Bob said, that you hear my voice harden not your heart. So if you receive Jesus, I want you to repeat with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I acknowledge you as my personal Savior. Because of your resurrection, I believe your atonement has saved me. And I receive you as my Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, you've got it. You've got it already. You've got it already. Please get in touch with us. Let us know that you made a commitment today to the Lord. Let us know that you've got decided to be a partner with us in this journey of serving God. I love you all with the love of the Lord.